coverage. Sports Radio 950, KJR. All right, Manny Acta of the Mariners is going to join us uh, momentarily. The M's bench coach. The inventor, was he not, of the Swellmet? Isn't he the guy who first brought the Swellmet right. in? And he presents the Swellmet after um, M's victories. I don't think they present it after losses. Guys wouldn't like that. You have a tough loss, you don't want some guy going around giving you the Swellmet. I, I knew nothing about this. I've learned something today that Friday the 13th, it has to do with the Templars, who were a, kind of a military order of the Catholic Church back in like the 11th century. Uh, and then they were rounded up and arrested on Friday the 13th, October of 1307. Friday, October 3rd, 1,000-word Wikipedia page. Jackson will have a better summary for you today uh, <laughs> at 1 o'clock on his Twitter feed. Uh, Mariners 6-4. and four. To my way of thinking, a terrific start to the season. You'd like to be 10-0, and 0, obviously, but 6-4 and four is not so bad, given everything they've gone through, given through some of the health challenges they've had. Manny Acta is the bench coach for the M's. And- I'm doing fantastic, and thanks for having me on, Mike. My pleasure. Have Have you ever, in all your years in baseball, seen a stranger 15 days? No, and if I have, I don't remember. It's been uh, uh, very strange, and uh, we're very happy where we're at right now, as you pointed out earlier, um, You know, with uh, the fact that we haven't had our, our whole lineup uh, from day one, and, and guys keep uh, keep getting hurt and strange, weird guys uh, are going to be coming back this week, and uh, and hopefully we can continue to fight through it. You know, when we talk about the team offensively, which I want to do first with you, uh, you know, we were talking earlier in the show, and, and D. Gordon cannot be overemphasizing what he's brought to you. I mean, here's a guy who, you know, you know came in here and he had a he had a great reputation and the, the M's it feels like at times have been perpetually for you guys. Talk talk about his impact on this team in the first 10 games. Well, he's terrific uh, and, and it's not only about his his offense. I mean, it, yes, he brings a batting title and he brings a guy that despite not walking a lot, he's going to get on base because he, he can hit and uh his speed is it's obviously uh, he caused chaos on the bases, and, and we knew that. But it's the other part of it. He's a terrific teammate, a terrific human being who who brings a lot to a clubhouse and to makes it uh, makes everybody around him happy. And Chris Prieto and and trying to become the best center fielder he can. And I think uh, he he's a he's a tre- tremendous piece that, that was added to our ball club. Manny, you bring up a great point and talk about that a little bit more as a baseball guy. I think you know we sit here and we observe these games and we think, oh, D. Gordon's got to learn to play center field. Well, big deal. He's a ball player. He'll figure it out. Yeah, he was. I mean, and he, he's played a little in the outfield. I, I had the opportunity to bring him to the Dominican Republic to play winter ball for me once when he was with the Dodgers, and and that was what they wanted him to do. Well, he, he played a handful of games uh, out there, and, uh, and and that was it. And, uh, yes, it is a lot to ask. Uh, to ask. Uh, this is not Little League where you can just uh, tell a kid, hey, Joey, go to Rife now. Winning is very important. And uh, guys like him that have been around and, and have the pride to, to take care of business on the field, uh, it's it's not that easy. And a guy – that from day one that was given that doesn't stop working, and, and that's something that we appreciate. You know, another guy I wanted to single out and get your thoughts on uh, in this first 10 days, and I, I just I can't say enough about what he's done. Mike Marjima is coming out of Phoenix and thinks I'm going to be the backup, I'm going to play once a week, I'm going to keep learning, maybe I'll get my chance. And the Felix and all eyes are on him because we're all hoping he can be okay. I mean, his... 
this is just really remarkable, I think, what he's done, Manny. And I know you guys are, are, are high on, on his reaction to suddenly getting the job thrust upon him. Yeah, this was one of the toughest things uh, that has happened here. Uh, the fact that uh, Zunino got hurt uh, right before the opening day and and this was thrown into into Mike's plate. I mean, he wasn't expecting that. No one was expecting that. And, and you know, to handle F- uh, Felix the way he did, and then he got hit by a bat and uh, uh, on his hand, and he went throughout the game through the game, uh, knowing that all we had was uh, Romine as a backup uh, at that time. And uh, he has handled things very well. He's very athletic, and he's a guy who you know he's not your typical just uh, catch and throw, clogger on the bases. He's athletic, and he can do some things with the bat. So he's been a pleasant surprise, and uh, uh, we, we welcome that because we really, really miss uh, the big Z, and uh, and hopefully he'll be back uh, soon. Yeah, a lot of guys coming back hopefully on this homestand, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're not going to tip the hand, on it, but, but all the rumors we get are that little by little you guys are going to be whole again maybe by the middle of next week. That would be some good news. Yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll add Nelly pretty soon, and and, and perhaps uh, Z and some of the other guys. You know, I'm not authorized to to be given that information, as you know. But uh, yeah, some of those guys are already playing some rehab games, and uh, they're going to be very welcome. Especially Mike Zunino, he's a guy who who, uh, who we really miss. And not to take away anything from Marjama or, or Freitas, but Zunino is a guy who's also part of that leadership uh, group that we have here that, you know, he's experienced, he's uh, he's, a way of handling the pitching staff and uh, the bat that that came alive and and he could pop a ball out of the ballpark at any time. Give us a a quick once-over on your impressions on Mike Leake, who will go tonight. He's 2-0, he's got an ERA right at threes. I think your starting pitching has been pretty good, all things considered, and Leake has been right at the top of the list. He's been outstanding in his first two starts. Tell us about this guy. Yeah, we really like Mike. Uh, as soon as we got him last year, we've seen him before in the in the National League, but the fact that he attacks his own, he throws strikes, he changes speeds, and he's a terrific athlete. Athlete, You know, he's a guy who can feel his position, he holds runners, uh, and he's it's also another great teammate, a good veteran that can help the other guys. And uh, we we needed a guy like him, and uh, I tell you what, our hopes are, are based on, on the back end of the rotation. If those guys take a step forward and, and give us – uh, a chance we're going to be okay because I'm not afraid to throw our lineup against any lineup in the league. And I know that good pitching beats good hitting, but you have a better chance to score runs when you have a lineup like we have. And a guy like Leak uh, being behind Felix and, and Paxton give us a chance to win three times out of five. And uh, so we're, we're hoping that those guys in the back end take a step forward and, and give us an opportunity. Hey, Felix will go on Sunday, and uh, one of the things about Felix that I've been saying is we almost have to look at this like the end of his spring training. He's had three outings. Two were okay, and one was forgettable. But but really, when you think of how much time he missed in the spring, he, he's almost just getting to where he'd be ready to start the season. Is is, is that kind of an accurate way to look at it? And do, and, and, and do you expect to continue to see better things out of him as he gets more into what his routine would have been if he had not been hurt? Absolutely. That's the way to look at it. I mean, we have spring training for six weeks because of the pitchers, because right. we have to build them up and work them up to, to 100 pitches and all that kind of stuff and do all the fundamentals. And Felix uh, wasn't 
you know, he, he wasn't part of our, our full camp. And uh, that's some of the things that because of his competitiveness at times, he doesn't, he doesn't understand. Like his last outing, he wanted to keep on uh, battling out there. But, you know, we, we did the right thing. Scotty did the right thing because, you know, Felix, he's still in the spring training mode. And uh, he, he's going to be up and down at the beginning, but he feels good. And uh, even from spring training, he was uh, showing signs of, of feeling good and, and, and being able to have a very good season, and, and that's what it is. I, I expect him to probably two more outings and then be ready to compete like everybody else, but it's unfair, uh, and, and I know that his competitive competitiveness uh, doesn't allow him to think that way, but it's unfair to to think that he'll be in top shape when he actually didn't go through what everybody else did. Hey, Manny, final thought. Where did the swellment itself come from? Did you have that made? Did, did, did you send away for it? Did you did you bill it back to the team? Where Where's the swellment itself come from? It, it came from one of our from our fans uh, that it's a, it was in the Bay Area. He was there. He was wearing it that day. We were playing the, the Oakland A's, and uh, <laughs> we ended up sweeping the A's, and, and the guy kept... Uh, and making you know signals at me. I uh, at the time I did know that you know he was deaf, and uh, then I got close to him. We started communicating, and uh, uh, we uh, we got the helmet because uh, uh, Scotty really felt that it was cool and uh, we could use it. And um, between Scotty and uh, and one of the coaches I was here, Casey Candell and myself, we thought that it would be cool. So I started negotiating with uh, with the fan and. Um, he ended up asking for a, a Robinson Cano bat. So wow. uh, I talked to Robbie about it. And then he not only wanted Robbie's bat, he wanted Robbie to sign it too. So <laughs> I had to negotiate with Robbie. So we got him the bat, and uh, and he gave us the helmet, and we uh, we named it the, the, the sweeping helmet. But we thought it was too long of a, of a name. Yeah. So uh, Casey named it the swellment, and uh, it, it just took off. And uh, it's in, in its third year and, and we're going to get a newer one he's going to get a newer one now in may because it's a little beat up but it's something that uh that started as a, as a fun thing uh, in in our club and we'll continue to do it uh at least for one more year so you better watch out if he's bringing you a new one he's going to want more you're going to have to start negotiating again <laughs> he's not just going to give you another swellment manny i hope you were aware no, of that no, no, no. Yeah, the, the Mariners have been uh, very, very kind and nice to him. <laughs> he has been invited to the games. Uh, last year he came over, he threw a first pitch. Uh, Kevin Martinez and those guys have taken care of him. So I don't think he'll be asking for anything else. But he's a great fan, and uh, he supports us, and, uh, and, and, and we appreciate it. Manny, I enjoy all the stuff you put out on Twitter. It's a fun way to connect with fans and with people kind of on the outside looking in. You do a great job of it. Uh, good luck with the homestand starting tonight, and, and continued best wishes to you and the M's. All right, Mike. Thank you. Thank you very much. Maniac, a keeper of the Swellment. I'm not sure if that story been out there. Maybe it has. I hadn't heard it. I had not heard that it was a fan, and the fan was deaf and had this Swellment. And had you heard that story, Jackson? No. That, I had not heard that story. I don't, I, maybe it's out there. I don't know. I don't pay attention. I to love the stuff. negotiating, though. I, I want a bat. Well, no, I want the autograph. Yeah, as soon as he sees he's getting the bat, he's like, oh, no, no, no. You're not getting off that easy act to go back down there and have Cano sign it. So, so that's, uh, that's terrific. Uh, and Maniac is a very fun follow on Twitter. He's active and puts a lot of fun stuff out there and uh, does some in English, does some in Spanish. And uh, the bench coach down there for uh, Scott Service and the rampaging Seattle Mariners who roll into town tonight with a 6-4 and four record and start their first extended 
homestand of the 2018 season. Lunch with listeners coming up at noon. We'll talk about sports superstitions and on the people's court when we need 12 of you to volley in your opinion. Do they mean anything? Are they worth a darn? Or is it just something fun and it's really is just not really has any impact on anything? We'll make a determination on that. Brad Evans from Sporting Kansas City, the Fighting Sportings. He'll be with us today at 1230 on Sports Radio KJR.